Chapter 10 of Nutcracker and the Mouse King by E.T.A. Hoffman. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Aida. The Uncle and Nephew. If any one of my good readers has ever had the misfortune to cut himself with the glass, he knows how it hurts and how long a time it takes to heal. Whenever Maria tried to get up, she felt very dizzy, and so it continued for a whole week, during which time she was obliged to remain in bed. But at last she became entirely well and could play about the chamber as merrily as ever. Everything in the glass case looked prettily for the trees, flowers and houses, and the beautiful puppets stood there as new and bright as ever. But best of all, Maria found her dear nutcracker again. He stood on the second shelf and smiled upon her with a good sound set of teeth. In the midst of all the pleasure which she felt in gazing at her favorite, a pang went through her heart when she thought that Godfather Drosselmeyer's story had been nothing else but the history of the nutcracker and of his quarrel with Lady Mouse Rings and her son. She knew well enough that her nutcracker could be none other than the young Drosselmeyer of Nuremberg. Godfather Drosselmeyer's agreeable, but now, alas, enchanted nephew. For that the skillful watchmaker at the court of Pellipat's father was the counselor Drosselmeyer himself. She did not that for an instant even while he was telling the story. But why was it that your uncle did not help you? Why did he not help you? complained Maria, as it became clearer and clearer to her mind that in that battle which she saw Nutcracker's crown and kingdom were at stake, were not all the other puppets subject to him? And is it not plain that the prophecy of the astronomer has been fulfilled, and that young Drosselmeyer is prince and king of the puppets, while the shroud Maria explained and arranged? All this so well in her mind, she believed since she had seen Nutcracker and his vassals in life and motion that they actually did live and move but that was not so everything in the glass case remained stiff and lifeless yet maria far from giving up her conviction cast all the blame upon the magic of lady mouse rings and her seven-headed son but if you are not able to move or to talk to me dear master drosselmeyer she said aloud to the nutcracker yet i know well enough that you understand me and know what a good friend i am to you you may depend upon my help and i will beg of your uncle to bring his skill to your assistance whenever you have need of it nutcracker remained still and motionless but it seemed to maria as if a gentle sigh was breathed in the glass case so that the pains trembled scarce audibly indeed but with a strange sweet tone and a voice rang out like a little bell maria mine i will be thine and da mine maria mine maria felt in the cold shuddering that crept over her a singular pleasure twilight had come on the doctor with godfather drosselmeyer entered the sitting-room and it was not long before louise had arranged the tea-table and all sat around talking cheerfully of various things maria had very quietly taken her little armchair and seated herself close at godfather drosselmeyer's feet during a moment when they were all silent she looked up with her large blue eyes in the counsellor's face and said I know, dear godfather Drosselmeyer, that my nutcracker is your nephew, the young Drosselmeyer of Nuremberg, 
and he has become a prince or king rather as your companion the astronomer foretold all has turned out exactly so you know now that he is at war with the son of lady mouse rings with the hateful mouse king why do you not help him maria then related the whole course of the battle just as she had seen it and was often interrupted by the loud laughter of her mother and louise fred and rosalmeyer only remained serious where does the child get all this strange stuff in her head said the doctor she has a lively imagination replied the mother in fact they are nothing but dreams caused by her violent fever that story is not true said fred my red hussars are not such cowards as that if i thought so swords and daggers i would make a stir among them but godfather drosselmeyer with a strange smile took little maria upon his lap and said in a softer tone than he was ever had to speak in before ah dear maria more power is given to thee than to me or to the rest of us thou like pellipat art a princess born for that dost reign in a bright and beautiful kingdom but thou hast much to suffer if thou wouldst take the part of the poor misshapen nutcracker for the mouse king watches for him at every hole and corner i cannot thou thou alone canst rescue him be firm and true neither maria nor anyone else knew what drosselmeyer meant by these words and they appeared so singular to dr stahlbaum that he felt the counsellor's pulse and said worthy friend you have some violent congestion about the head i will prescribe something for you but the mother shook her head doubtfully and spoke i feel what it is that the counsellor means but i cannot express it in words End of chapter 10